evil angels in the book of Enoch? Question mark. So, hey, what's up, everybody? Cub Cooker here. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. If you've never met me before, my name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub. And each day on this podcast, we go over faith, spirituality, and the world of paranormal. We do that because that helps us unpack a much larger view of reality. Today, as we continue our Halloween series and we are approaching October 31st, it is Monday, October 24th, today, 2022, and I'm really excited to be continuing the book of Enoch. Now, we have been reading in Enoch, if you have not uh, been a part of the Enoch study, then it is um, it is not for the faint of heart. Let me move something here so I can see the comments. There we go. I had another iPhone mount from yesterday in the way of the comments. Uh, what's up, uh, Merle Cantrell? Thanks for being here. Lynn, thanks for being here. Jason, thanks for being here. Um, thank you, Jason, for buying the Book of Enoch from the website today. Uh, I really appreciate that, and I uh, hope you enjoy the new organization of that. I've, I've kind of put everything together uh, in more of a spiritual resource kit on there. Uh, everything's available at cubcooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com if you like this uh, message and want to support it and jump in on all the studies. So as we continue in Enoch, um, we've talked about angels, and we, we've kind of begun to understand from the book of Enoch that Angels are not all inherently good. Uh, angels are messengers or workers of the Most High. They are part of a heavenly host. Now, all of this according to the mythology of Book of Enoch. I say mythology because whether it's the Bible, whether it's the Book of Enoch, or any extra biblical texts or other ancient spiritual texts, they all have what's considered a mythology. Uh, a mythology is normally an amalgamation of uh, actual events as well as lore. So it's, I use the word mythology because, again, we don't know. Some stuff we can verify historically, some stuff we can verify scripturally, and some stuff is just, you know, out there and we have to just take it on faith. Again, the theme of this channel, faith, spirituality, and paranormal. So with that said, all respect to every walk of life, faith, orientation. We don't care what the color of your skin is, where you do or don't go to church, who you're married to. As long as you're here in love and light and unity, that is the mission of this channel, to help each other ascend. That's the whole point of this. Um, and if we're not doing that, then we're here for the wrong reasons. So again, we have people on uh, within our community that are agnostic, atheist, Muslim, uh, Jewish, Christian, it doesn't matter, guys. Like, we, I don't care what your your religious affiliation is. Uh, as long as you're here seeking and trying to find that authentic reality. Now, I refer it to it as the authentic reality because once you start to see things with your third eye, once you start to experience things as they really are, uh, you start to join this kind of authentic reality already in progress that's been happening alongside the Matrix all along because the Matrix wouldn't even exist if the authentic reality didn't exist. And a lot of people uh, call that by different names. For me, that's Christ or the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness, 
the word of God being the logos of God, the divine computation. If you actually look up that word and you, you have that scripture in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was created that was not created through the word. Um, that word for word is logos, divine computation or divine expression. So that's where I approach all of this from. My belief systems are always changing and ebbing and flowing when I get new data, when I am able to shed old data or old ways of life and step into new life daily. This should be happening for all of us. Merle says, finding that fruit. Absolutely. That's what I talk about. Um, fruit is the most important thing. You know, Christ said, you'll know a tree by its fruit. And so I'm not here with any doctrine or dogma to tell you any certain religious bent to follow other than look for the fruit. You know, I don't care what you call Christ as long as you're finding the fruit and that's the light and the source for you because a lot of different people experience Christ as different, uh, different names, different entities. Uh, it's all the same entity, but it's, you know, we've had, uh, Buddhas, we've had, uh, Krishna, we had Christ, um, Horus even in, uh, Egyptian mythology, you know, that character of the one son of God, the truth, uh, the light, salvation, whatever you want to call it, has come in many different packages, uh, in my opinion, and just from all of the different things that I research. So Enoch is probably one of the most important books, in my opinion. Merle says, yeah, absolutely. I think it holds a lot of keys to uh, what we're talking about here and what this channel is about, really, because it combines faith, spirituality, and paranormal activity all into one book. So, uh, Buddhists don't believe in Christ, but Buddha is, one could argue, is the Christ energy uh, incarnate. So, um, you know, again, that's why I'm saying, I, I'm talking about Christ as in the chrism. Uh, chrism meaning the anointed, the anointed one. Whatever you want to uh, view that as, because again, I think many people find that anointed one in different stories different mythologies because it's all the same story guys it's our story it's a story from the day you were born you knew you were god and then somewhere along the way that gets programmed out of you and you start to look outside of yourself for that authentic reality and christ and buddha and krishna they all came to say hey the kingdom of god is within you hey there's a way to transcend this physical reality right now and access the authentic reality right now uh simba says we are one absolutely absolutely um of course we're one you know again we forget that we know that we are a part of everything from the day we're born the first time we laugh the first time we cry um if you've ever thought back to when you were a kid before you experienced loss pain before you experienced any kind of poverty or anything to show you that there is lack in the universe. You knew you were one with God. You know, Christ even said you must be like a little child to approach and enter into the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. He specifically spoke of the kingdom of God. While people have been looking for thousands of years for the kingdom of heaven to come on earth, the kingdom of God is within you. So today I'm going to talk about imprisoned angels. I'm going to talk about Azazel. Uh, one of the angels uh, that fell from high places, that fell from 
the heavenly host. Um, Merle says, my life changed so much when I started opening my mind and look at everything with an open mind. Absolutely. Uh, Gene, what is up? Welcome. Good morning. How are you doing? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, let's see. Chelsea, welcome. Uh, Angel Appleseed, thank you for being here. Thank you for the hearts. Uh, taking the fruits offered uh, from all walks of life. Absolutely, Merle. Absolutely. Um, and that's that's one of the things I'm big on. We did the book haul yesterday. I went through all the different books that I've been reading lately and that I'm planning on reading. You can access those over at cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Um, and, and when you access those, it'll take you over to, uh, it's going to be under must read spirituality books. And then that'll take you over to, uh, my Amazon page where you'll find, um, all of the books that I recommended yesterday from gospel of Thomas to, uh, gospel of Philip, Mary Magdalene, Judas. Um, and then we've got the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapada, the, Up- uh, the Upanishads, the Secret Book of John, and the Book of Enoch all over there. So really, the kind of the eight main books, there'll probably be 10 on there, 10 or 12 before I'm done, but uh, kind of trying to keep with a core reading list that we work from all the time here on this channel so that you guys can join on more of a regular basis and have access to the same insight that I'm downloading because, guys, this is not... Uh, that's why I believe we're a team here. This is not something that you have to be a rocket scientist to figure out. This is something you have to seek deeply and truly. Um, and for me, I had to give everything up in my life, my business, my house, uh, my vehicle, everything that I had, I literally had to give it up. God has given me uh, another house. He's given me another vehicle. Uh, he's given me this as a job. Thank you guys for, uh, being able, you know, to support what I'm doing. Um, so, but I had, again, I had to put everything on the line, give everything up to step into what I'm doing now. And it's not just what I'm doing. It's what I'm experiencing now. And that has been the biggest spiritual awakening. Uh, while a lot of people started to wake up in 2020. And I think that that's very important we have to remember that waking up is only part of it. Then you have to start living in that new reality, accessing it daily, activating on it. And again, that's where we have our team. Uh, if you haven't heard about the team, it's a membership that we have that's launching at the end of this month, beginning of this next month. So literally here in a week or two, uh, we're going to be rolling out all the pieces of this or, or at least start rolling them out. Uh, but it stands for transcend your limitations, elevate your consciousness, align yourself with love and manifest your desired reality, all of which are important to this community. And when you start to wake up, if you woke up in 2020, like a lot of people did, and you haven't actually gone and traded in old ways of life, limitations that you have could be you know, those generational curses we all talk about, we all hear about, oh, I've got this and I can't because of this, or you don't understand, I was blah, blah, blah. No, we're transcending all of that crap, guys. We're transcending it and we're stepping into new life every single day, elevating our consciousness through all of these open-minded ideas, this global community that we have, aligning ourselves with love because that is the most important thing, the most important thing is aligning ourselves with love. I was not aligned with love for most of my life other than when I was younger. And then when I would be creative, I would step into my creative power. 
Um, those are the only times I was happy. Every other time I was just trying to, uh, dull my senses around that through, uh, addictions, through different things like that. We've all been there, right? Um, and then you hear about this character of Christ. Uh, you hear about Krishna, you hear about Buddha and all of this love and unity and oneness. And it sounds all wonderful and it sounds great. And you see all these social experiments done, around it like Woodstock and you see stuff like that and then you see all the negative things around that and it makes you question is love really important is love really where it's all at and I'm here to tell you guys of course it is of course it is because when we really experience it it's everything and we continue to seek it we continue to find it and that's why these angels that we hear about in the book of Enoch that's why they fell because they fell out of love they fell uh, into a plane of existence where they desired worship. They desired their own creation outside of the will of God. And part of the will of God, one of the biggest parts of it, in my opinion, is love, unity, balance, everything working for good. Uh, and the idea that we are all part of a massive pattern that ebbs and flows. And that pattern always wants to reset itself to beauty. And anything outside of that within the matrix that reality is trying to mess up or dissonance add dissonance to the frequency, the beautiful sound of Ohm that we all experience in love and unity, the sound of the universe, the sound of the creator, the word or the logos of God. So why were these angels judged? Well, they fell down to earth. There were 200 in all of them, according to the book of Enoch. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Jason, we got our viewers are up today. I don't know. The weekends have been really bad lately. Used to the weekends. We had a lot more, um, on our beast God, y'all video. We have 5,000 viewers at the peak on TikTok here. So, I mean, we don't get that every day, but we certainly get the views afterwards once it's reposted. So I'm very thankful for that. But to have a hundred on right now at this moment, that is awesome because TikTok's been a little weird lately on pushing this out. But I have noticed when I hit these spiritual topics a little bit more uh, and really dig into things like Enoch, Fallen Angels, the core of what this channel was built on, by the way, uh, it really definitely seems to get more people here because I think people are so, so curious about what this mythology is. And how does that fit into a Judeo-Christian belief system? How does that fit into an Eastern belief system? Are these things real? What's really going on here? So, uh, Hamas says, why are the fallen angels not bound in hell? So, some of them are chained up. They're actually locked. One of them is supposedly locked up under the Tigris and the Euphrates River. And then when that dries up, it will be released upon the earth uh, according to different prophecies. By the way, all these prophecies, you know, you can look at them and read them over and over. None of them seem to line up perfectly. And some of them, there's some areas uh, that they do line up perfectly. And some things have already happened. Some things have happened, but it doesn't seem like exactly what's said in the, in the scriptures or in the prophecies. Here's my belief on prophecies taking into account Book of Enoch and all these other prophecies that are running around right now, including Revelation and all the stuff, you know, that everybody uh, believes in. So um, my interpretation and my belief system on it currently is that prophecy is cyclical. Like it already happened and it's happening again and again and again and again and again. And 
I believe that we live in a giant loop until we get off of this loop and we're able to transcend time. Time is cyclical. We don't even know what year it is, guys. I mean, come on. Nobody can agree on the age of our planet. Nobody can agree on what really the year is. I mean, 2022 is what my Gregorian calendar says, but if you look at a Mayan calendar or an Egyptian calendar or a moon or a solar you're going to get a different date, guys. So time is just completely relative to our experience of time. Hi, Abel. Uh, we've got Abel joining this morning. He came to say hi. So, uh, yes. Uh, there. So depending on what myth- mythology you look at, there's different angels that are chained up. By the way, Book of Enoch is really confusing. If you've ever read through it, um, it's definitely... Not for the faint of heart, but it's very interesting because it's really, really trippy at points. It's really uh, transcendent of what we experience as reality. You can't really tell if Enoch is experiencing this physically or if he's experiencing it transcendentally. Uh, Like he's just projected there, like within his consciousness. Um, What is the purpose of a fallen angel? That is a very good question. We like to, especially in Western theology, say that angels don't have a will. You know, that humanity is the only one with a free will. We base that a lot on the idea that humanity's fall comes from Genesis. Genesis 2, where uh, Adam and Eve eat of the fruit, you know, that type of thing. That's where that belief comes from, from, from my studies, from what I can tell. I don't really buy into the idea that we're the only one with free will. I think all beings have free will. I think certain beings are created for certain purposes and they've taken oaths of the order because they actually get to serve at the pleasure of the most high. They actually get to serve the great spirit, the great creator. Uh, They understand how to access that energy a lot better than we do. They are of a much higher consciousness and technological bent than we are. Uh, where our technology, you know, begins and ends with this, this smartphone, um, you know, their technology is, is both spiritual and sublime and, uh, telepathic and, uh, all the things that we can't access yet on our plane of existence within this matrix. So when you ask, what is the purpose of a fallen angel? Angels by definition are not only messengers, but they're what you would consider a worker bee of, uh, the hive mind of the universe. They are managing frequencies. They are managing planetary systems. They're managing even galaxies, making sure that things run according to the order of God, everything that was set forth from the beginning of time. Um, let's see. Amy Joe says, I think they all have free will. They are ordained to do certain things, uh, but have will to obey. Absolutely. Beautiful. Perfectly said, Amy. Um, no, and I, and and that is your opinion and that's my opinion too. I think that that's a beautiful representation of trying to understand this and how angels could even fall because angels are not, they they don't even look like what I have in the background here. This is, you know, my AI interpretation of Azazel bound in chains. Um, you know, but again, I think they look more like extraterrestrial than they do this. Um, we've talked about that a lot before the shining ones, extraterrestrials visiting our planet from the beginning of time being worshiped as pantheons of gods the most high even allowing that because they are by all intents and purposes the leaders or the lords you hear about the lords or the lord 
That's where it translates to Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God in the Old Testament. And if you haven't watched my Yalda Bayoth video series, go check it out on the YouTube channel. That'll explain a lot more about the Yahweh being one of these angels theory. Um, it really, really interesting. My opinion on hell, that's a good question. There's not a lot of scriptural evidence on hell. We get a lot of our hell idea, by the way, from Dante's Inferno, which became almost uh, undocumented scripture just for our own imaginations. Preachers all over uh, the world and specifically America started using that analogy of hell, uh, kind of the seven circles of hell and the fiery pit. There's a few places talked about with that. Um, but I'm more of a believer in the outer darkness, any, uh, energy that serves into the disorder of the universe, the, uh, anything that's against the law of love the outside of the law of love, uh, gets you know thrown out where that energy ceases to exist which could be the scariest thing of all you know nobody wants that so um i i think a lot of what we see in the the judgment scriptures uh from enoch to the bible to revelation to other versions of an apocalypse again an apocalypse is based on apollyon apollyon uh, being a destructive energy or Shiva even being a destructive energy, but it's not just destructive. It's actually that thing which cleanses to rebuild. I mean, if you have a Lego set and you want to build something new, you've got to pull apart the old one. You keep the pieces. You didn't extinguish any pieces, but you're just rebuilding from those pieces. And so I'm more of the new earth mentality, especially after reading Enoch. And so I wanted to, we're not going to read through it, but if you read book two, the parables, chapter two, start from the beginning. We're going to continue in verse 57 now. But before that, the whole first part of chapter two here is pretty mind-blowing when it comes to looking at Revelation prophecy and looking at the end of everything. Because this gives a bit of a different picture. It talks about the elect one or Christ, the Christ energy, the Christ entity, the, the son of God, the logos manifesting as a leader among the people, as, as the owner of this group of everyone that, that feeds into the law of love, everyone that is in righteousness and love. Um, and, and that he comes and collects the nations and that they bow down before him, but that actually the evil rulers that were serving at the pleasure of these fallen angels uh, and the darkness, those are the ones that go away. And really, Earth is just reborn out of that. It's not this end and destruction thing like we all kind of have in our head that all of this has to be like physically, you know, destroyed. It's more of a like, hey, I'm taking over now. We're going to start rebuilding all of this stuff that's broken all of the broken hearts, all of the people, uh, the, the timelines that have been lost in life, the, the life that's been lost in life. It even says that the earth will give forth that which it owes and hell will give forth that which it owes. Um, so if you go through this part of Enoch, it's a really interesting thing as in like, it's, it's giving forth like things that have ended up in darkness are going to give forth to the light and actually be rebirthed, reborn, uh, that's just my interpretation of it. But again, it talks a lot more about 
the principalities and powers uh, losing that power and the elect, you and me, that are seeking love and light, um, they're going to actually inherit the earth, inherit uh, all of these things and actually be able to rebuild it uh, with more of its intention rather than this timeline that we exist in where you have duality, you have light and dark. Uh, you hear about the time when Christ reigns on the earth, the Christ energy or the elect one or the shining one, you know, uh, you hear about the Buddha of light, which I've read from, uh, you know, kind of reigning over humanity and leading humanity into a dawn, a golden age of nothing but light. Uh, no darkness even to balance out the light. The light is just radiant and, and illuminates humanity uh, because it's with humanity fully. You can take that spiritually. You can take that uh, physically. You can take that as a realm outside of the realm we are that's both physical and spiritual. I don't know, and nobody here can prove any of this, by the way, because that's what this is about. We are experiencing this together. The Christ en energy is the kundalini in all of us. Absolutely. I totally, I, I, you know, the more I practice those type of things, the more I experience it. Absolutely. If angels are fallen, why do they still have magical power bestowed by God? Well, because their nature, I mean, you have the nature, whether you use it for good or evil and you're still here, right? Like there's still people on this planet that are doing evil, nothing but evil. And they've turned that search for God into something outward and they're filling instead of finding God within they're filling it with all the stuff or all of these evil actions. And there's some people that go, you know, you look at some of the, the horrible, you know, not to get too Halloweeny here, but all of the, the serial stuff, you know, you see on the A and E network and or ID network, you know, all these, these people that led all these people to their doom or that type of thing, you know, at what point were they taken over by an entity? Were they just crazy? Were they actually uh, serving fallen angels? Like, I don't know. I don't want to know either. Uh, but I know you can't get away from those stories right now around Halloween, all of the uh, all of the gore and stuff, you know. And I'm not a big fan of that at all. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm very empathetic towards the sanctity of life. Like, I literally will stop and save a turtle on the road. Like, I will stop and save a frog. I have moved a tarantula off the road before, uh, to save it. Like I am. So I don't like watching stuff like that at all. I don't even like watching war films, even documentaries about, you know, world war two or anything, because I just don't like seeing that stuff. I don't like experiencing the feeling of it. Cause I feel it when I see it. And so I prefer to fill myself with things of this type of thing, you know, that are uh, the light winning over darkness. And so the idea that these angels came down and they're in chains, you know, are they physically in chains? Are they in spiritual chains? Are they locked under our planet somehow? You know, I don't know. Were they caused to have to go underground so that humanity would not experience them? I think we could take all of that allegorically for sure. We could take it, uh, as symbolism. So, um, let's see. Uh, okay, Stephanie, I do witchcraft and also look for God. Is that bad? I speak a lot about Stephanie. You know, I talk a lot about magic. I believe in magic. I believe in the inward esoteric mass magic that Christ taught. The kingdom of God is within wielding, wielding frequencies, everything in love. 
Um, I don't practice anything where I'm trying to get energy from anything in this physical plane. I want to get it directly from the source. Uh, so that's how I approach it. I, I definitely can't tell anyone how to live their life. Um, I do know we have a lot of people that experience uh, a lot of negative things with trying to find God outside of themselves. So that's that's always the way I approach it is try to find God within you um, and understand the frequency of love, the higher self, uh, and you find a whole lot of magic in that rather than trying to find God outside of yourself with any type of incantation, any type of transmuting energy from any objects. Um, and while that stuff does, I believe it works because you're manipulating the physical matrix, I believe in manipulating the spiritual matrix because I'm a part of it. Um, and so that's that's how I approach it, and that's how uh, this community is built. Guys, I'm not going to go live with you. Quit requesting. Uh, if you think I'm going to go live with you, that's not how I play it. Um, you got to have followers. You got to have a message that I align with, and you've got to pre-plan it with me so that we serve both audiences. Anyone that just wants to go live and just random, uh, that doesn't serve anybody, guys. So, uh, you know, I would be ignorant if I'm just going to let anybody on this channel and you would too. Like if you don't know me and request to go live with me and have a channel where our audiences are aligned and they can serve each other, then we're not going to, we're not going to go live. So quit pinging me with that. Um, let's see. Uh, we are all fallen until our enlightenment with consciousness. Yeah, I agree with that too. Like I think that we all live in the plane of the fallen angels until we ascend like, and it's not by ascending by trying to physically fly up to the heavens. It's by ascending as the ascended masters taught. If you go to our website now at cubcooker.com, our team membership, uh, the new logo for that is the hippie Jesus. And, uh, it's just my version of Jesus. I'm not saying it's what he looked like, but I'm just saying if he were to manifest in my reality now, he would be a sunglass wearing, you know, hippie, um, that we're, we're all going to go on an awesome journey together. Like that's my version of the Christ. Um, and so that's the new logo for it. Um, and so for me, that ascension of the higher masters, uh, is something that I think we all should look for because, uh, that was always practiced internally. Um, and it's a beautiful thing when we do that and realize what we really are. You know, from a young child, I knew I was something special, you know, not in a narcissistic way, but in a way where I knew like I had a purpose, like there were like, I'm here for a reason. I downloaded into this existence for a reason. I mean, not only was I the hero in every story, but I was literally someone who had powers, who had uh, the ability to help people. Every storyline I played out. When I was a kid in the backyard with my brother and my friends, I was a hero who helped rescue people. That's like the same, the, that is the Christ, right? Like that is what this energy is. That is what this love is. Rescuing people. Uh, not because we're horrible people, but because we've been locked up in this reality, in this matrix. Again, I'm a, I'm a Gnostic believer. Um, and so I believe we, you know, these extraterrestrials, these angels, these gods have imprisoned us for their, their will. And I'm not saying they did it all out of evil. I'm just saying it was out of order. 
with how humanity was supposed to live, uh, especially according to Enoch as you get into Enoch here. So I'm going to go ahead and do the reading from Enoch today. Um, somebody, uh, text says anyone hear trumpets in the sky the past 12 years now I heard in 2009 for nearly 10 minutes. I have not heard them. Um, I've, I've heard videos of them, but I haven't actually heard them personally. So Eddie, what's up? Good morning, my brother. How are you? Uh, uh, all consciousness matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope you guys are picking up what I'm talking about this morning. You know, again, I'm not here to judge anyone's way of life. Uh, and somebody said, you know, that's just evil. Like, don't like quit judging, uh, everybody's, you know, way of life. That's not why I'm here, but I'm here to show you how I do it and what works for me. So that's, you, you do with the data what you will. Um, we, like I said, we've got a lot of people in our community that are Wicca, that are, uh, we have agnostics, atheists, we have different Eastern religions. Like it doesn't matter. I don't care what your, whatever is. Cause guys, I'm telling you, I stopped practicing a lot of stuff I did and stepped into what is considered a, a non-religious path here. I'm not on any particular religious path. I'm, I'm in the path of enlightenment connection with Christ, with the Christ energy, the Christ consciousness, uh, with each other, with love. That's what I follow now. Like, where's the fruit? Where's the fruit? And so wherever you're finding fruit, I'm talking about real fruit. You'll know it. Like if you're still experiencing all the stuff and all the, you know, uh, and I don't know about, you know, that there's not fruit there. Fruit is when you, you taste of that spiritually and you're like, this is good. This is good. I feel aligned. I feel in love with everything. It's literally being in love with everything. And, you know, we don't know it till we know it. And I'm telling you that I thought I had salvation because I was saved. But I'm telling you, until you're in love with everything, with all, and I'm not talking about, you know, evil in the world. I'm talking about when you're in love with the beauty and the fractal nature of existence, the patterns of existence, the fact that we can even exist, the fact that we have consciousness and you're full of gratitude every day. That's a magic that starts processing in you that you can practice every day. And that becomes so deep and so real to you. Uh, and you can begin to transcend these, the, the bondage that these fallen angels put over humanity because it wasn't just the angels that are in bondage. It's the humans that were duped by them. Because if you're looking at an angel coming down or an extraterrestrial or a God, whatever you want to call it, you're going to worship it, especially as an ancient people. You've never seen technology before. You've never seen this higher consciousness. You've never seen these miracles before. You're going to listen to it. I mean, it brought people technology and medicines and uh, it brought enlightenment uh, you know, allegedly it brought also the weapons of war, which was, you know, uh, I think it was Azazel, if I remember correctly, we've been reading this for a while, that brought a lot of these, you know, tools of destruction to people. Well, people didn't have that before. They were living with each other. They were living in communities, you know. Uh, again, according to the mythology, I can't go back in time and say this is what happened, but according to the mythology of Enoch, this is what happened. So, if you adopt Enochian theology as part of your worldview, which I partially do, 
um, then it helps make more sense of like the matrix that we live in. So, um, let's see. Um, uh, okay. And there mine eyes saw, we're in uh, verse 57 on, uh, book two, book of the parables, chapter two in the second parable verse 57 and there mine eyes saw how they made these their instruments iron chains of immeasurable weight and i asked the angel of peace who went with me saying for whom are these chains being prepared and he said unto me these are being prepared for the hosts of azazel okay so the hosts you've heard heavenly hosts so azazel has more followers like you know we we heard 200 in the beginning but you know, God only knows how many there were out of billions of angels, you know, uh, probably an un- uncountable number of angelic entities all across our, our beautiful fractal universe, you know. Um, these are being prepared for the hosts of Azazel so that they may take them and cast them into the abyss of complete condemnation and they shall cover their jaws with rough stones as the Lord of Spirits commanded. Lord of Spirits being... Uh, God the Father. And Michael and Gabriel and Raphael and Phanuel shall take hold of them on that great day and cast them on that day into the burning furnace. This is where we get a lot of that fire imagery from. And the Lord of Spirits may take vengeance on them for their unrighteousness in becoming subject to Satan and leading astray those who dwell on the earth. Again, what is Satan? According to, if you look at actual, the biblical understanding of Satan is that he is an energy just like the Christ energy. And he can manifest himself in many different beings, just like I believe the Christ can. Again, you may, you know, he's been called Satan many times. He's been called this or that. Christ has been called Christ many times, been called this or that. Again, two different energies, one of them being the law of love and creation, one of them being the law of condemnation and uh, serving your lower self, serving, you know, at your will rather than the father's will. Uh, all of these things, we can easily align our will with the father's will. And all you have to do is step through through the door of Christ or Christ consciousness or love or unity, uh, higher self, higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And that changes the paradigm to where you're not so worried about am I doing the right thing? Am I, you know, and it's more like you're just experiencing it. You're experiencing that fruit and tasting of that fruit. Um, let's see, uh, how we take our fruit or how we use our fruit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so continuing here says in the, in those days shall punishment come from the Lord of spirits and he will open all the chambers of waters from which are above the heavens and the foundations uh, and the fountains that are beneath the earth. Okay, so now we're talking about the flood here. Uh, so we, we understand that, you know, we hear that this book is for a later generation, but then you have the prophecies of the flood right here. And we know that that has happened. So, you know, what? where is the paradigm shift in there? Is this something that has happened? Is it going to happen? I can't tell you. I'm just reading again, the book and, and it's trying to explain the mythology the best I can. So, uh, and all the waters shall be joined with the waters. That which is above the heavens, uh, is the masculine interesting. And the water, which is beneath the earth is the feminine 
and they shall destroy all who dwell on the earth and those who dwell under the ends of the heaven. And when they have recognized their unrighteousness, which they have wrought on the earth, then by these shall they perish. And after that, the head of days repented and said, in vain, I have destroyed all who dwell on the earth. So this is interesting. Again, I don't understand it, but uh, we hear that there is um, this great flood. I need to go back and read it, but I, I believe from what this says, it sounds like, you know, the head of days might be like the God of this earth, like your Yahweh or Yaldabaoth figure uh, that, you know, wrought this destruction rather than like the most high loving God, because I don't see that he would have just destroyed the, like why throw out the baby with the bathwater? that, that analogy, you know? Um, so this is where we get into some really interesting stuff. We're going to continue this, uh, this afternoon and continue reading about this. But remember a lot of Enoch is more about the judgment of angels rather than the judgment of humanity. Um, and so if you remember my podcast yesterday, I talked about in the old Testament it says for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. And it actually says Yahweh there. So he's talking about like, what God are you serving? And they chose to serve Yahweh, um, in their time because they were the portion of Yahweh. And I, I beg the same question of who do you serve? Do you believe in these entities? Do you not believe in them? Do you have to believe in them to serve into them? Everything is energy. Everything is a transmission of energy. And I believe that we are symbiotes of this universe. We are all part of it. And we're all serving into one of those energies, whether you want to look at them as just energies or entities or whatever. We're all serving into that. I choose to serve into the Father. The Father that I can't quantify, I can't see. He is spirit. He is truth. He is love. And I believe that the Divine Father and the Divine Mother, the Divine Masculine and the Divine Feminine together makes a creative power, which is the Logos, the Divine Computation. And when we embody that, that's when we taste of this fruit that I'm talking about. And I hope you guys understand this. I hope you guys uh, are blessed by this message. I hope that uh, you start to understand that this imprisonment of angels too is an archetype for um, what we experience day in and day out. I think a lot of us feel trapped. A lot of us feel chained down. A lot of us feel like we're living at this lower vibration or under the earth, if you will. And I think that the work that we're doing here is part of the process of releasing these chains and these fallen angel mentalities that we might have psychologically, spiritually, uh, emotionally. And then um, I love the verse here. This is 1 Corinthians 6, 3. It says, Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? So if we are going to be a part of the judgment of angels, we are ascending to the level of, again, we're part of God and we've been trapped in this matrix. That's the Gnostic view of it. Um, then how much more the things of this life, you know, the miracles we can do, the people we can bless, the things we can say yay or nay to, like, you know, that's all within us. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to make a decision for anyone else, but for me, and my house, I will serve the Father. I love you guys. I'm going to see you this afternoon. Um, and let's see. Thank you guys. They're still jumping in here. Uh, 
sorry to get off uh, right now, but our hour is up and um, I'm going to go have some lunch, come back this afternoon. We're going to continue. What's up, Troy? Thanks for being here, my friend. We're going to continue this uh, at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time this afternoon, uh, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, and then I will, I'll see you guys then. We'll continue through Enoch. Uh, probably continue this fallen angel talk because there's a lot to go on around this. And I think that the fallen angels really fit into this whole Halloween narrative that we're talking about, especially with our Halloween series here. Um, and then going into November, as we get into the later parts of the book of Enoch, we're going to see, we're going to find gratitude, ascension, thankfulness, joy, and then moving into the holidays into, uh, Christmas, we are going to be talking about magic. We're going to literally talk about frequencies, meditation, the kingdom of God within. We're going to really do the work of ascension together and really work on us together. Uh, again, I can't tell anyone what to do or how to be, but I can walk you through the meditations I do. I can walk you through the prayers I do. I can walk you through my understanding, share the texts that I'm reading with you, and we can work on all of this together. So looking forward to that. Thank you guys for being here. I will see you this afternoon. Peace, love, and light. Like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Love y'all. Peace.